Welcome to Journey to Joy. In this episode, we'll examine persuasion. How do we best influence, convince, and move other people for their own good? We might think that all it takes is a great argument, that a one-time hard sell will finally convince someone that we're right, but it rarely happens this way. We're often most persuasive when we approach someone with an open mind, with humility, and with gratitude. When we're willing to first truly take another's perspective, to understand what they're thinking, what they truly want, what they feel. When we can get in sync with people, then we can connect with them both emotionally and logically. And that gives us credibility and trust because people realize that we're there for their best interest. That attunement, that taking of another's perspective, it's easiest to attain when we approach with humility, when we reduce our own power and realize that we're not there to win, but to serve. Consider the example of the most influential man who ever lived, Jesus Christ. He didn't approach people with a large army and an iron fist. Instead, he, God himself, came as a lowly man, as someone who was willing to wash the feet of others, who treated the most looked down upon people with importance and made them feel seen, who truly connected with people and through that process persuaded them and changed their lives. Jesus approached as a servant first, always occupied with what he could do for others instead of what they could do for him. If we follow his example and approach with an attitude of humility and servanthood, we'll find that we often open up a conversation, that we can bring others in and together unearth the real problem. It's often more important to find the real problem than to just solve any problem. Jesus had this clarity. He used compelling stories, questions, and experiences to show people that underneath the problem of their sickness or their poverty, there was the more important problem of their souls and of eternity. And with the connection that he had to people, he could offer a solution himself that was both so personal and so purposeful. But even with such a gift, Jesus faced rejection, and undoubtedly, we will too. How can we approach rejection with resilience and optimism? Before we even make that first pitch or open up that conversation, we can ask ourselves why we can or want to do it. That helps us to summon the motivations that we have, the preparation that we've done, and the resources given to us that are all in our favor. This way, we can still approach new conversations and experiences with friendliness and openness, even if we have been rejected in the past. And when we do face rejection, we can find reasons and explanations of why the rejection is temporary, not permanent, why it's specific to the circumstance, not pervasive, and why it's external to the situation and not personal. This helps us to continue learning and growing from rejection instead of letting it hinder us. This resilience is displayed in Jesus, who, as he was dying on the cross and scorned by a crowd who put him there, still witnessed to, loved, and saved a dying thief next to him, and who still loves us, despite how disobedient we are. That kind of love, a love that humbles oneself, a love that connects with people, that is so oriented towards the good of others, A love that seeks to unearth the deepest problems of another in order to best serve them. A love that persists despite rejection. That kind of love is at the heart of persuasion. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Annie Shia, and this is Journey to Joy.